in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Dear faithful, the gospel of today needs some explanations. The first explanation is about the language our Lord spoke. Aramaic language does not have superlatives. These are words that let us, let us express different degrees of size and importance. In English, we can say that something is great or greater or greatest. But in Aramaic, one expresses degree either by repetition or hyperbole. We could say exaggeration. We often hear our Lord Jesus Christ repeating the phrase, Amen, Amen, I say to you, which can be interpreted as truly, truly, I say to you, which is the equivalent of saying very truly or most truly, I say to you. In today's gospel, our Lord is not redundant, but he makes his point using hyperbole. Clearly, there is a great difference between killing someone and being angry with someone, or even saying nasty things to them. But our Lord wants us to understand that all of these things can be bad, even if not equally serious. Moreover, quiet anger can lead us to loud anger and maybe even to moral or physical violence. Today's gospel deals with anger for certainly no one gives good example while running around with a hot head. We have to distinguish what is meant by anger in this page of the gospel. Our Lord is talking about the anger we have when we want to injure someone or take vengeance on him. That sort of anger may imply physical violence or insulting words in order to make the person feel inadequate or ashamed in front of others. There is, however, such a thing as righteous anger. St. Thomas Aquinas teaches that anger is a passion of the human nature. In itself, anger is neutral. Anger is good insofar as it is regulated by reason, whereas anger is evil if it sets the order of reason aside. Although the anger must still be controlled, we should become angry when we see, for example, the honor or the right due to God violated, or when we see someone taking advantage of another. We have also good reasons to be angry when a politician or even a chief of state promoting culture of death receive Holy Communion.
even in a Roman basilica. Our Lord vocal exasperation for the hypocrisy of the scribes and the Pharisees is a good example of a righteous anger when he kicked out of the temple the money changers and the greedy merchants it was a righteous anger because it was controlled and channeled by his reason nowadays it is certainly reasonable to show anger for the sacrileges against God that are committed in our modern world and sometimes intervention becomes a sacred duty but again as Saint Thomas Aquinas says our anger must remain regulated by our reason one's aim here is to restore the right order not to seek vengeance Saint John Chrysostom has words of wisdom about that and he says only the person who becomes irate without reason sins. Whoever becomes irate for a just reason is not guilty, says St. John Chrysostom. Because if ire were lacking, the science, the knowledge of God would not progress. Judgment would not be sound and crimes would not be repressed. Further, he says, the person who does not become irate when he has cause to be sins. For an unreasonable patience, an unreasonable tolerance is a hotbed of many other vices. It fosters negligence and stimulates not only the wicked, but above all, the good to do wrong. Here were the words of St. John Chrysostom. For the most part, we have to be on our guard, lest we lapse into the unrighteous fit of anger. That would seem to be the reason why the liturgy pairs today epistle and gospel together. St. Peter gives us a list of dispositions which we must practice if we are to minimize our unrighteous anger. St. Peter says that with very nice words. Be like-minded in prayer, compassionate, lovers of the brethren, merciful, reserved, not rendering evil for evil, but contrarywise, blessing. Sanctify the Lord Christ in your hearts. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.